All right. Friday. Excitement in the air. Waited for you all week, Friday. Only one week till the Super Bowl. I know. We have so so many big weekends ahead here. It's not even, you know, we funny, do. right? Lots going on with the girls this week. I'm going to be so busy Saturday, tomorrow, that Sunday, I'm probably just going to have a cat day. What is that? Lay around all day. Oh. Stretch a few times and lay back I'll believe down. that when I see it. Jody's not really good at laying down and relaxing, <laughs> Sam. She really is not. Even yeah. Saturday and Sunday, it's like, come on, Jody. Take hey, a little bit of a break. Grammys are Sunday. I know. Sunday night. So that's Gordon. A- yeah, hosted by James Corden. Mm-hmm. He's my kind of host because he's always funny. Okay, um, wrapping up the week, we always like to share what we enjoyed the most. Sam, I think you're up. Sam's Friday favorite. All right, I saw this one pop up online this week, and I thought, really? They're making a, a sequel? Um, it's a teaser for a movie called Dundee, The Son of a Legend Returns Home. Yeah, I heard and about I thought, this. Wait, like Crocodile Dundee? Right. And I'm thinking, where'd this come from? I haven't heard anything about it. You would have heard about it in The Hollywood Outsider oh, if it was yeah. legit. Why were they making a, a sequel to this? And right. it stars Danny McBride, the American actor, and uh, Chris Hemsworth, your yeah. favorite. Ow. And it turns out it's not legit. Right. It's, oh, it's, really? It's yeah. A joke. It's a teaser for what's going to pop up uh, an, an Australian tourism campaign that's going to pop up in a commercial during the Super Bowl this Sunday. But uh, here, here's huh. a teaser. Yo, where them kangaroos at? <laughs> Brian Dundee? Yep. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? <laughs> Why do you keep saying really? <laughs> I didn't know this that Chris Chris Hemsworth is already an ambassador for Australian tourism. Yes. So it's kind of like a secret campaign. They put the teaser out there. Everybody talks about it mm-hmm. like, oh, new movie. No, it's just an Australian tourism commercial that's going to pop right. up during Although the Super Bowl. I can see how you would believe it. I it mean, everything's, legit. Being, everything's being remade. I'm sure that was, their, that was their intention. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, there's no mention of Paul Hogan, the original Crocodile Dundee, but I'm sure at some point he's going to pop up in the commercial. Say you you got to use him. Yeah. And that knife. I mean, this is a real host. This yeah. is a real host. Maybe that'd be a good one. Yeah. Cool. That's my Friday favorite. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. All right, actor Don Johnson weighs in on his daughter, Dakota, dating Chris Martin of Coldplay. That's next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Hey right, guys, let's see if you guys have been paying attention to the Hollywood Outsider recently. Who is actress Dakota Johnson dating? She is dating a rock and roller of some there sort. You there you go. Ooh, 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 ding. Okay, uh, Chris Martin. Yeah, Chris Martin of Coldplay. Coldplay. That's right. And who is he married to? That Gwyneth Paltrow. Paltrow. And so, and then once they, they divorced, man, did he start dating? Huh? Yeah. Boy, did he? Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For, a, a, for a time, a serious relationship. Well, now he's been dating Dakota Johnson, who's also the star, uh, one of the stars of the Fifty Shades of Grey movie series. The thing about her that I find so interesting is that she's the child of Don Johnson and Melanie Griffith. And she looks more like Don, and she's beautiful. I mean, Don is an attractive man, um, and her face is a female version of Don yeah. Johnson. Um, and when I'm looking at her, I'm thinking, "Wow, and you get it, the genetic lottery right not, there." He's not retired per se, but he is. He's, he's just kind not of active, out of right? the spotlight. Yeah, I mean, big lately. in the '80s, '90s. Funny. Really, I guess the same thing for Melanie Griffith. Yeah, hysterical. Um, yeah. But anyway, I. She has been dating him, but neither one of them, Chris Martin or Dakota Johnson, will talk about it or confirm it. Well, somebody found Don Johnson and said, hey, what's up with your daughter? And how do you feel about your daughter dating Chris Martin? And he's like, it's kind of troubling, isn't it? Uh His answer was troubling, which means, oh, that's the headline. He doesn't like it. But if you read further, he's fine with it. He's like, she's a big girl. She can take care of herself. He's the what he did let slip is that 
they're serious. Mm-hmm. In his his mind and his picture of it is that they're serious. That Chris Martin consults her about the music and will send her music and she's traveled all over the world when she's not filming maybe ah. to Coldplay concerts. Maybe he's doing that because she's 12 years younger than him and wants to make sure he's up to date. <laughs> Sounds like another Yoko situation here. <laughs> no. It doesn't. Okay, whatever situation is, but that's they're good a for real them. You deal know couple. You're right, exactly. I mean, if there's, if, I hope, you know, for their yeah. sake that it works maybe out. Maybe he'll it's show good. up at the Grammys with her on his arm or maybe mm. he'll show up with her at her 50 Shades of Grey premiere, which should be soon. Yeah. Or her 25th birthday. Okay, 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 okay. We'll move on, move on. I wonder if he's uh, watching any outtakes from the movie. Okay. He doesn't have to watch them. He's got them. All right, moving on. Um, Something quick and fun. Tom Cruise joined Instagram yesterday to let the world know that Mission Impossible Fallout is coming. Um, He was on Twitter before and had a million gazillion followers, but now he's on Instagram. And this is the That's interesting that he waited that long to go on Instagram. Uh, How do you work this thing? uh, (laughs) Actually, one of the pictures he shared yesterday was of him, like, Mm -hmm. in the air, but on on the outside of the edge of a helicopter, hanging there, being all Mission Impossible. There you go. That's cool. Good for him. So look for that. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Okay, coming up next, Sam, we want to know about this odd lady who's giving you dating advice. Yeah. Sam has decided to stop using real people for dating advice. (laughs) Well, you don't like to be social, do you, Sam? It's just something I came across on on Alexa with my Amazon Echo. Yeah. Uh, Right now, um, through Valentine's Day, there's a company called Three Day Rule that is teamed up with Alexa, and they've added a new skill. Now, we... You know, on our smartphones, we call them apps. Well, Alexa has these things called skills, skills which, which are, are apps. Of, kind of like apps. Okay. And you can uh, enable the three the uh, app for three-day or the skill for three-day uh, rule. And each day, you can ask Alexa to uh, give you a dating tip between See, now and it's Valentine's not for three day. days. That The app is that's called three-day rule. Right. Okay. I think that's a dating term, like three-day rule. Oh, if you get a phone number, you don't instantly jump and call somebody you can give it three days oh is that what it is you don't look too but even but in today's world three days could be an eternity three days means you're not interested maybe 24 hours but i wouldn't yeah right thank you we are one mind no wonder we're married that's right it's not to be confused with the five second rule okay that's different (laughs) it's the floor alexa's giving dating advice yeah and she's got a new different advice every day and you know i kind of thought maybe this is gonna be something real quick but it's actually long here's one i got from yesterday Okay, here's today's tip. <laughs> Studies have shown that a clean home is linked to less stress and more happy thoughts. <sighs> so listen to your matchmaker. Take extra time this week to clean up your space. Feeling good attracts people and makes you more open to the unexpected. A clean house means an uncluttered mind. You feel me? <laughs> you feel me? So clean well, my house. That's not what I expected. That's, but that's the thing too. I thought it would be self improvement right there. That's like clean your house. You'll feel good. And, you know, maybe it'll help you with the ladies. Well, but you know, maybe what she's saying there is confidence booster yeah. makes it right. easier for you to go through the process. And I got news right? for you. For women who are dating a man, the more interested she becomes in him, the more she wants to see where he lives and how he lives. Yeah. Because if there's a thought of this man is going to be mine in the future, I need to know how he keeps his space. I want to see his pad. That's right. Yeah, so it's good to have a good clean house before cool, you bring can we have over. a few more of these like next week? Uh, some yeah. Alexa. Oh, so Lord. you're going to try them every day? I'm going to see if there's something I can use. I mean, this one telling me to clean you, my well, house. Well, you've already got a clean house. Yeah, so I'll grab a couple of these over the weekend. Call or text us, 877-310-4MSJ. Okay, we're wrapping up Obsessions Week. David, who do we have on the way? Well, Linda is on hold right now, and her obsession is one that you can actually find at Walmart. Nice. (laughs) 
Wrapping up Obsessions Week. We have enjoyed hearing about the things that you're obsessed with. Like for me, it's rescue dogs. For Sam, what's what kind of light bulbs? Well, what is Murphy is the light bulbs. I know well, LEDs. Well, Sam is doing the colored light bulbs. That's different. Yeah. I'm doing oh. the LED. I just had to go from regular light bulbs to LED. Right. Yeah. Oh, yours are Chucks, Sam. Mine's Chucks. Right. Chuck tennis shoes. And you have a ton. So, 877-310-4675. Do you have an obsession? What's yours, Linda? Zebra pins. Zebra pins? What? They are, yeah, it's a fine tip. Oh, yeah. Ink pen. You can get them at Walmart, just about anywhere. They're you can buy refillable cartridges for them, the whole yeah. nine yards. Yeah, and they are just the most absolute best writing pen I have ever been mm. in association with. You know what I find? The reason that we're so easily obsessed with pens is because if you help me with my handwriting, yeah. I feel better. Everything else falls into place, right? Oh yeah, I'm telling you, when you write with one of those, mm-hmm. you will not want any other pen. Okay. You guys have a great day. You You too. too. Thank you. You too. I just looked it up. Zebra pens. When she said that at first, I thought she meant like something she put on her (laughs) shirt or something. A pin pen. It's a pen, right? I collect them from the zoo. Okay. Thank you, Linda. That's cool. We'll give it a try. I've always been a uniball guy, but I'm willing to give that one a try. Actually, you know what? You just pulled that up. I see it. I have a zebra pen. It is nice. Oh, you do? Now that I saw it online, yeah. I have one. It's nice. Writes beautifully. Okay. Um, we also have some voicemail that have piled up this week on your obsessions, 877-310-4MSJ. Let's check those, guys. Hi, this is Trish. Love your show. Listen every morning. Thank you. I just wanted to respond to the call from Michelle, who goes everywhere for ice and says that she doesn't have to have a drink with it, just the ice. She really should uh, go to a doctor and and check out uh, about anemia. I did that for several years. I thought I just loved ice. The problem was I was very anemic. (laughs) You can take iron pills. It will help you. And suddenly you don't have the craving for ice anymore. I didn't realize it was a craving at the time. I'm sure she doesn't either. Thank you very much. Love your show. Thank Bye-bye. you, Trish. Hey, thanks for leaving that voicemail. That's the second Crazy. call that we received on that. So Actually, I've never heard of that. I think we had a bunch now. of Facebook messages, too, that yeah. that could be something wow, you need to look weird. into if you crave ice. Yeah. All right, obsessions. You can keep them coming today. 877-310-4675. Coming up, Producer David, we want to know if you've made a decision about the gender reveal party you are throwing, okay, for your soon-to-be godchild. Catch up on anything you missed this entire week uh, by subscribing to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. You know you can even pop your earbuds in when you go running this weekend or exercising or whatever. Uh, catch up that way and enjoy a different episode of After the Show, which we do every day also. And um, we kicked off the uh, week with ideas for producer David because you are you are in charge of throwing a gender reveal party. You'll be the only person who knows if your sister's having a boy or a girl. That is correct. Because you are the godfather of this mm-hmm. child to be born in the summer. Yes, July. Okay, so, so as every day goes by, are you getting more nervous about being the only one who's going to have this secret? No, I will once I know it's getting like to the the week of that I'm going to find out. I but think I mean, it make you feel special. It's not. I won't find out till March, so I got plenty of time. Okay, so what what ideas do you like for the party? Okay, so I <laughs> I've been getting a lot of great suggestions. I want to thank everyone who's been you know calling in, writing in the producers' right. mailbag and sending me stuff. And one of them I was thinking about in my head. Someone wrote in um, actually. Um, so it's going to be around Easter 
So I kind of want to do something Easter themed. And someone sent in, and this is just an idea. It's nothing set in stone, but one I really like is that you have 12, uh, you have a carton of eggs. And then 11 of them are boiled. You're going to have six that are pink, six that are blue. Oh, you know, wow. 11 are boiled, and there's one raw egg. And the raw egg is the one that, whatever the gender is, either a pink one or a blue one. And so oh. that could get messy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. This is you the only be very careful. In this preparation. is the only problem with, is that my sister, I know she will hate this, but you Aww. know, the, the, uh, the mom and dad, the soon to be mom and dad, they're going to, you know, pock them on each other's heads. And then oh. whenever you get down, one of them is going to get a head full of egg yolk. Oh. So I don't know if maybe I just want to maybe have them just pock them in their hands or what? Because I know my sister's not going to like getting covered in say, egg yolk. But if it's if, the other way around and it's my brother-in-law that gets covered, she's going to love it. Huh. So, you get hit in the head with six hard-boiled eggs. After this, all, that's going to hurt, too. It's <laughs> just like top of your list or you're doing this? I, well... Because if I were your sister, I wouldn't like it. I'm not, like I said, not set in stone. I do like the idea of something Easter themed. So I do want to go with that. I was also thinking about... You can send everybody on Easter egg hunt. Thank you, Jode. I was just about to say, I was going to do nothing but pink and blue eggs out in the yard. And one of them has a sonogram in it. And then whoever finds all this... The only problem with that, whoever finds it, I really hope it's someone that's energetic and excited. Not like, oh, hey, it's a boy or a hey, (laughs) I found it. (laughs) But I'm still thinking. We can can, can work on that. We can fine tune it. Yeah, we we got plenty of time to fine tune it. Or whoever finds it, they have to give it to the parents, and the parents get to open it. Oh, or you have yeah. a golden egg, and that's got the sonogram. In oh, it. Uh, still lots to choose from. Yeah, Man, I like it. it. It does need to wind up being the element of surprise. I think no matter what you do. Mm-hmm. Mm. Either way, keep your ideas coming for David. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. The Crockpot Company has a lot to say to fans of This Is Us. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Sam, your favorite show's got everybody up in arms over at Crockpot. Okay, so this is us. <laughs> Tuesday night's episode ended with a tragic preview of how someone, well, how Jack died. Yes. When I held you for the first time right here in this hospital, it hit me like a bolt of lightning. You were my purpose, Kevin. You have changed the way I think about love. He's your brother. You should be able to depend on each other more than anyone else in the world. And the real victim, though, in this tragedy, because it's a fictional show, is Crock-Pot. The Crock-Pot. Well, it plays plays a part in, and this is something, watching the show, we've been wondering since season one, and then in season two, they've been leading us on, how is he going to die? Because everybody that watches it knows Knows he's going to die. Right. And we've just been wondering, okay, how's it going to happen? So finally, this week's episode. There's a house fire. Huh. There's a Crock-Pot involved. An old crock pot or something. Yeah, somebody lends them a crock pot. It's got a faulty switch. Mm. This could have as easily been a toaster. It could have been anything. Could have been anything. So anyway, so the the company, they the outcry from fans about, oh man, I need to throw my crock pot away now. And people are actually doing this. It brought a response from crock pot, so they sent out this whole message, you know. We don't want to add to the further heartbreak. <laughs> we don't want to. We don't rest assured. For generations, people have been using crockpots safely. In fact, for nearly fifty years, is the quote. With over one hundred million crockpots sold, we have never received any customer complaints similar to the fictional events portrayed in last night's episode. <laughs> and the funny thing is, the guy that created the show, this is us, even tweeted or posted that, "Hey, I know." It's yeah. just something we use. We it, just wrote it. Yeah, we know crockpots are awesome. I've got a crockpot. They all are wonderful. Crockpots sweating it now with Instant Pot being the big thing that can also act like a slow cooker well, now. You know, the ironic thing, too, is the, the final episode where the crockpot <laughs> does his business business is going to be after the Super Bowl. 
which is a day when a lot of people use, use the a crock, crock pot. pot. Yeah, they need to turn it into an ad somehow for crock pot and use this as a. They've got to do oh, it. They've got to be working on that. Let me tell you something that. that every person with a crock pot has actually had happen to them. It's a fact. You will be so busy throwing stuff in that thing one morning and leaving and feeling so self accomplished because mm-hmm. you know dinner's ready and you didn't turn it on. Yeah. Now yeah. that. Has happened. Now that's not the crockpot's fault. To every single one. You guys ready? Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning at 7.55. So much for you. Justin Timberlake giving us a preview uh, into his Super Bowl halftime performance rehearsals. And Oprah discusses whether or not she'll run for president. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Happy Friday. Uh, more Friday favorites coming up from each of us. Mine actually has to do with the new bulldog that we're fostering. Not adopting yet, Sam, mm-hmm. but you know, possible you know, fostering. And um, uh, That's a gimme. I think it's going to happen. Probably one of the greatest ironic moments that Jody and I have had since being pet owners. With yeah. a dog. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right. You guys ready? It's Fun and Games time. Oh, yeah. All right, Producer David, Fun and Games Friday. Play along in the car with us right now. What are we playing? We're going to play the game y'all played last week with producer Bailey and what's missing. Are we playing against one another? Like I'm not on a team with Murphy or no, Sam. This you're time. on your own solo team. I'm going to name a couple of th- items and you're going to have to pick whoever hits answers first and says the thing that's missing out of these items. Okay. The so point. much easier to play what doesn't match, but okay. And Sam <laughs> is really good at this. So look out. Last last week. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Here we go. Tell me what's missing. Leonardo, Michelangelo, Raphael. What's missing? Jody, you had you went first. Oh, I shouldn't have gone so fast. I go. I can do it. I missed one. I I I, I, I right, shouldn't have gone so fast. All right, Murphy, go for it. Van Gogh. That is incorrect. But Sam, I see you want to answer next. Can you tell me what's missing? Yes, that would be the Mutant Ninja Turtles, and that would be Donatello. <laughs> that is correct. Oh, I was too sophisticated. Apparently. I was gonna. I was thinking artist, 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 artist. Also, they were named after up. artists. See, yes. Sam is good at this. Sam is good at this. I watched a lot of that with uh, Sammy and Will. All yeah, right, okay. let's go to the next round. Here we go. Tell me what's missing. Phone a friend. Fifty-fifty. What's missing? Oh. Okay, I know that one. All right, Murphy. Uh, Ask the audience. That is correct, Murphy. Way to go. Thank you. Who wants to be a millionaire if you don't remember? Thank you. I do remember that well. I could hear Regis, but I couldn't hear it. Right. (laughs) All right, here we go. Tell me what's missing. Spades, diamonds, clubs. Mm. What's missing? Jody? Hearts. That is correct. <laughs> yes. It's almost a tie there, Sam. Yeah. That was very, very close. All right, yes. cool. We're on a roll here. Everybody has gotten one, so this is the breaker. So if we keep playing, um, somebody's going to break the tie. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do that next. What's missing one or a few more rounds coming up next? Yeah, I almost feel like what's missing from this is like some big game show host announcer type saying, you know, what's missing or whatever. Well, you did it just now, Murphy. <laughs> David's the host. He could give you it a do shot. It, do what's it. missing? There you go. Oh, All right, we're playing what's missing. Um, David says a group of things. Somebody buzzes in to say what's missing. We all got one right. Yeah, three-way Sam, time. Murphy, and Jody went in that order. So let's play again and see who's the victor here this week. I think Sam is pretty good at this, though, Murph. Just yeah, so this seems know. to be Sam's game. I agree. All right. <laughs> all right, here we go. Here's the first topics. Ravenclaw, Hufflepuff, mm. Gryffindor. What's missing? Oh. Sam. Uh, Slytherin. Uh, Correct. Uh, 
sounds Jody. right there. That, Tip of I my slithering tongue. I believe you didn't get that one, I'm Jody. not good at this. <laughs> Anybody okay. notice I had no clue? Okay, well, at least you know it's Harry Potter. Yeah, I do. Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> All right, here we go. Next category. We have John Paul George. <laughs> Who's missing? Jody. Ringo. Ding, ding, ding. Correct. From yeah. the Beatles. They've said that forever. Who's missing? Ringo. <laughs> Anybody seen Ringo? Yeah. Okay. All right. Tell me what's missing. Idaho, Illinois, Indiana. What's ooh, missing? Ooh. Uh, All right, Sam. That'd be Iowa. Correct. Man, Sam, this is so your good game. at this. This is game. The I states. Okay. <laughs> All right, last round. Here we go. What's missing? Neil Armstrong, Michael Collins. Who's missing? Mm. I know. This is you, Sam. <laughs> what, what? That Murphy have it. He Buzz Aldrin. Correct. Yes. I can't believe that because astronauts are Sam's thing. I know. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Got got slow. But Sam's still two to yeah, one. Or Sam's over still an overall winner here. Yeah. He's got the most points. Very so good. Congratulations. I just want the ladies to pay attention to that. <laughs> <laughs> Sam is a winner today. Uh, yeah. Coming up, Sam has music news. <laughs> He's even got that, doesn't he? Yeah, that's right. Uh, why Elton John says it is time to retire. Mm. Sam's got music news. Uh, some rather sad news this week about Elton John announcing that he's going to retire after a farewell tour. Well, Do you believe that? He oh, also yeah. announced yeah. a tour, though. That's exciting. Uh, I've seen some dates I'm interested in. And it's uh, it's called the uh, Farewell Yellow Brick Road Tour. Yeah. I mean, it just rolls off the tongue. Farewell yeah. Yellow Brick. That's beautiful. Yeah. Moi to whoever considered that in his team and said, hey, use this. Yeah, and he said it's because his priorities have changed. He's got the kids. He doesn't want to... He miss his kids growing up. Now, the thing about this tour is it's 300 dates, and it's going to be a three-year tour. So it's a nice, Wowza. long farewell tour. Oh, yeah. yeah. He says he wants to go out with a bang, and the, the, the set and everything is going to be like one he's never had before. So that'll be nice. Okay. So pretty much he's going to play everywhere. Now, nice. And this he, is just him, not Billy Joel and all the uh, combo no, no, no. tours he's done? This will be him and his band. Um, and he says it's not going to be like you know uh, Kiss did and Cher did, where they do their farewell tour, but they keep coming back and back. And right. He, he that even, was my thought. He even said, I'm not Cher. <laughs> so it's gonna she's end. like no you're not <laughs> and he did say that that doesn't mean he's not gonna write and keep recording that's just touring he's done with that so he will okay. once it's all wrapped up he will continue to do music and he did not rule out a possible residency in vegas yeah baby that way you can still have the kids around and you don't have to tour right so settle down right uh remember uh last week for the what was the award show last week the um Screen Actors, Screen Actors Guild. Screen Actors Guild. Everyone wore the Time's Up pins, right? Right. This weekend, we have the Grammys, right. uh, and instead of the Time's Up pin, and I'm all sure- wearing all black. I'm sure a few folks will still wear those because they have them, mm-hmm. but the thing this week is uh, everybody at the Grammys is going to wear white roses. Beautiful. So for Time's for, Up. If you see the white, yeah, for Time's Up. So if you see the white roses this Sunday and wondering why has everybody got white roses, that's okay. what it's for this Sunday. Right. Also, too, we got the uh, first look at the uh, mentors coming up for the new season of The Voice in March. Nice. Season 14, Murphy, uh, in, in March. I always have to do the math on that because they do two seasons a year, right? Right. Now, we know uh, Adam's going to be back. Blake is coming back, and he is going to have uh, Trace Atkins as his person. Remember when they did this? Now I do. Now I remember. Okay. Buddies, okay. Kelly Clarkson's going to be on the panel for the first time. Oh, yeah, Don't know right. who her mentor is going to be, but we know Alicia Keys is back, and uh, she is going to have uh, Sean Mendez as her mentor. She's the threat. She's the one that Adam is like, really? She's taking all my people. Yeah. <laughs> She's so, the threat. And that'll be coming up in March on NBC.
Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music news. All right, Jody's got her Friday favorite next. Oh my gosh, and this is something that I I could obsessively watch all weekend, and maybe I will. I'll tell you about it next. Jody's Friday favorite. All right, your turn. You guys ready for what oh, I I could be obsessive about? Um, and I wanted to leave work early yesterday to watch this, but I had a meeting, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so the, um, and, and look, we're talking a little football here. Mm-hmm. From the time when I was a little oh, okay. girl, I was fascinated with quarterbacks. Um, you know, my great love when I was a kid was Joe Montana. Yeah. And I still, I really love Drew Brees just as a quarterback, as a person. So I'm eat, I can fall in love. What about Aaron Rodgers? Um, s- Somewhat, yeah. he's never, he's never. Green Bay, you just now, never see it. I just don't see the Aaron Rod. I don't have, I don't know, I don't know why something yeah. sparks me. What about Joe Namath? No. <laughs> maybe when I was a Early little years, little girl. Later years, yeah. Maybe when I was a little the little ladies girl. can't resist it. <laughs> okay, but this Tom Brady documentary that debuted yesterday on Facebook Watch, which is their wow, what a way to to bust out into the here's video content world. Than to have this Tom versus time all about him turning 40 and still continuing to play, refusing yeah. to retire. And it's six episodes. The first one landed yesterday. What are you willing to do and what are you willing to give up to be the best you can be? Happy 40th birthday. Hashtag Tommy Brady. Enjoy that avocado ice cream and a cake iced with organic hummus. In the next 18 uh-huh. months, he'll be average at best. I don't need exterior motivations. I'm always in competition with myself. If he slips or doesn't look the same way coming out of the gate in 2017. All these lifestyle choices that you're making in order to do what? In order to win. There's pictures of him being massaged and being at home and working out and eating kale. And it's interesting how they roll the critics into it and all of that. He hears all that noise, but then again, he blocks it out. And not a lot of superstar athletes like this let the public into their homes like he has done. I'm surprised he's done this. And it's in his home with his kids what he eats for breakfast, how long he works out, on well, what days. It's ridiculous. The story is not something you get week after week in a game. No. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's just a game and you appreciate their professional you know, right. prowess and all that kind of stuff, but you don't know any story until they go deep like it's this. It's time. It's, sorry, it's Tom versus Time. Six episodes. The first one debuted yesterday, so mm-hmm. it's there. You can watch it now. Uh, the second one will debut Sunday. The third one, I think, Tuesday, and they just space them out until bum, Super, Bowl. Super Bowl Sunday. So at least I know what you're doing if you disappear for at least one hour this weekend, Jody. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Favorites. All right, coming up, we love hearing from you. We're wrapping up Obsessions Week. Uh, We're going to go into the producer's mailbag, right, David? Yeah, some of these obsessions have gotten so insane, it's actually caused one family to have a shelf break in their house multiple times. It's been Obsessions Week. We've heard about being obsessed with ice chips and being obsessed with the kind of pens you write with. Expiration dates. Yes. That's me. um, Certain... uh, like Korean TV shows on Netflix. Yeah. We've heard it all. 877-310-4MSJ. Anytime you want to join us, also hit us up on Facebook. It's time for the producer's mailbag. David, what's in your bag today? Tiana says, I am obsessed with barbershop music. (laughs) (laughs) You mean like barbershop quartets? Wow. She says, I sing in a woman's barbershop quartet, and I can listen to that style of music all day long to my family's extreme dislike. Wow. Wow. See, that's That's very different. Tiana. And I know that they actually, I mean, until recent years, had competitions and, you know, teams and, you know, quartets singing off and that kind of stuff. But I haven't seen it forever. 
That's mm-hmm. cool. That's different. Certainly yeah. is different. Okay. Caitlin says, I'm a fan of used book sales in <gasps> stores and I can't get enough. This Me obsession too. may or may not have caused my bookshelf to literally break in half more than once. Wow. Caitlin. Yeah, I am you, too. You can't see that, but I'm doing the Blake Shelton finger thing from voice pointing at Jody when you say that because Jody <laughs> is a used book fanatic. I will yeah. come home with bags and then I'll read and then I'll loan out to my friends and then I re-donate. Well, I really do. Murphy, this next one is one you've done. It's from what? Karen. She says, mine is Googling famous dead people, when they died and how they died. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. That is well, me. I you know why, why that, I want to know. I just do. That subject comes up because we're like, is he dead? Yeah. <laughs> I think he's dead. No, that was a hoax. You know? Yeah. You get in those... Um, discussions. Well, there are so many famous people, and there are so many famous people who live for a long time now, it's difficult to keep up with all that. You know? Know. Well, if you don't let it sink in, like, I had that thing where I was like, Ed McMahon died? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, Karen. <laughs> in fact, I'm going to look that one up right now. Thank you. And Robert says, finding and adding to my huge collection of episodes of soap operas from the 1950s, 60s, 70s, and early 80s. Wow. Whoa. Yeah, that's kind of cool. That's very different yeah that's one of the first ways i ever well that sounds kind of stupid but bonded with my mother watching the edge of night yeah she let me finally watch with her and it was exciting and if you decide that you want to keep all 50 seasons of uh days of our lives just know that bo and hope are almost all of them (laughs) almost and almost always together yeah all right look thank you for hitting us up anytime on instagram or facebook we love hearing from you coming up jody has your hollywood outsider we'll take you to some Super Bowl halftime rehearsals with Justin Timberlake and his dancers and also what Oprah Winfrey officially had to say about running for president. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. We'll get to what Oprah had to say about running for president because she finally did speak up about it. But first, Justin Timberlake getting ready and in rehearsals for his Super Bowl halftime show coming up, not this weekend, but next. Sunday. They're in rehearsals. He and all of these dancers and choreographers, is that right? Choreographers. That he's choreographers. Choreographers. Choreographers that he has worked with for years and for somebody like Justin, who will perform for two and three hours at a time, 13 minutes is not a lot of time to squeeze in everything they want to. Right. Um, so here's a little thing that Pepsi and Justin shared yesterday. We walk up on stage as a really unified force. Unity. That's all we're going to try to do. I don't worry about if things go wrong because perfection is the death of greatness. If the ethos can be like, hey, for 12 to 13 minutes, we're going to have a really good time. I think if everything spawns off of that, I think it'll be fine. Man, if you like to watch him dance, there's like 20 people on stage dancing like him and with him. And they're all in the same move, precision. It's ridiculous. Um, I do think we're going to hear Sexy back. I do know we're going to hear Can't Stop the Feeling and the new Filthy one. I I know he's going to do that one because of the whole suit. He's going to do that one, I guarantee you. Mm -hmm. Um, Speaking of his new music, um, he released another song yesterday with uh, country artist Chris Stapleton. Say something. Everybody says How much fun was that production yeah. session? They they admire each other. They enjoy working together. That's, of course, on the new album, Man of the Woods, which is released one week from today in right. full. Okay, Oprah Winfrey. She made that inspiring speech at the Golden Globes when she won. For too long, women have not been heard or believed 
if they dared I mean, she was preaching when she won that power. Cecil B. DeMille Those award. Sounded like a politician. And that's when all the like talk once again came up about her running for president. Well, she had done an interview with InStyle Magazine before she accepted that award where they talked to her about that. So here's her quote. I've always felt very secure and confident with myself in knowing what I could and could not do. So it's not something that interests me running for president. I don't have the DNA for it. So that means forget it. Yeah, but all the supporters of Oprah say that everybody who ever ran for president denied wanting to run for president uh, in the beginning. So they're holding on to hope right So you there. mean there is a chance. <laughs> all right, coming up around 8.30, your next Hollywood Outsider. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Happy Friday. Uh, you know, every Friday we like to look back over favorite things of the past week. Some of them are things that happen in pop culture in the news. Some things are just happening to us. And <laughs> so the one that, you know, I think is super cool is really thanks to producer David and Sam introducing Jody and I to comedians in cars getting coffee. Yeah. Not a new series. You know, it, new to us, though. It's new to us and it's new to roll and bundle together on Netflix because they've got some new deal with Jerry Seinfeld. Right. This is really the first time that we've watched it. It's so cool. And he picks up comedians in his car. Different car every time. Yeah, because he's a car enthusiast. But like any show, I mean, to me, new show, when you start to get into it, the first couple of episodes, you, it's got to grow on you. Mm-hmm. Because the way they tell the story or whatever, at first I was like, man, this is slow. I thought too many coffee shots. Yeah. It's like, stop going to the coffee, even though I love it. Right. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> but once we got into it, it was great. And so what really is cool to me about it is it's a combination of the storytelling, which you don't really get from a lot of comedians anyway. Right. I love that intimate part of it. And then I love how they just kind of rib on each other and have funny moments, yeah. just like he did with Sarah Jessica Parker. Okay, the check is $37. How much tip would you leave? Ten. <laughs> That's not enough? No. Wait, you moved the decimals. If it was a $40 check, you would leave $8 would be 20%. Because everyone's going to ask her, oh my God, you waited on Jerry Seinfeld and Sarah Jessica Parker. How much did they tip you? How much did he What do you want you? her to say? 20 bucks. Yeah, is that what you want to say? 10. She just moved the decimal point. Okay, wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get to know him in a way Bobby. that's not stand up. Yeah. And, just, and boy, is he easygoing, yeah. happy go lucky, and he has a lot of reasons to be happy. A massive success that he became. And Sam, I know you say the episodes aren't long enough. It's interesting to me because it's bite-sized enough to keep you hooked to go to the next one. But you're left wanting a little bit more. All right. Here's what I want. I want him to do one with Conan. Hello, my favorite redheaded comedian. And then um, this weekend, I'd like to watch the one with Howard Stern. Murphy. Oh, yeah, we haven't seen that one yet. And Amy Schumer. Yeah, Yeah. and there's a couple of them. The cars actually break down in the episode, so it's funny. Whichever episode he did with the DeLorean broke down in the middle of the episode, and they got the tow truck out there, and and they make it part of the show. Excellent. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Friday favorites. All right, coming up in a little bit, you are going to love what this bulldog did to Murphy last night, the one that Mm -hmm. we're trying on for size to see if he'll make it in the pack. This is, like, totally ironic. And um, the weird lady, odd lady, that Sam is getting dating advice from that's next okay so we have this bulldog at the house that we're trying on fostering if you will because murphy's always wanted a bulldog yeah, and but, uh, we've got four full-time dogs in our uh, a pack already that we keep at all mm-hmm. times so you know we're not rushing into it right so and the deal is he needed to be rehomed he came through a rescue and so we're willing to try it because you've always wanted a bulldog but the reason he was being rehomed is he had some issues with um, a little aggre- possession aggression is what they call With it. Children though, wasn't it? Well, there these people had small children in their home, right. and so and the deal was this dog Papa is his name right now. You know. He's fine with toys and other dogs and playing with toys with the other dogs. But if he gets something in his mouth that you don't want him to have, like a shoe 
or something that he's not supposed to have and you tell him no, mm-hmm. then the monster comes out. Yeah. And we saw that last night, ironically, telling the story. This is yeah, too this, funny. This is too funny. We we see him, well, Jody says, uh-uh, no, no, I don't think he's supposed to have that. And I look over and he's grabbed a book and he's dragging the book across the floor. I'm like, oh, this is not good. <laughs> The you book? Know what book it is? You know what book it was? No, what are yours? It was a Caesar Milan book. <laughs> Caesar's way, and he started yeah, to chew yeah. it up. This is what I think of this. He yeah. picked it up off my little stack, which is on the floor, which is my mistake. Yeah. He drags it over to his little bed where he sits, and then Murphy starts to. What did you just tell him no and started well, to take it? I, I told him no, and then I was trying to use the you know the the, the water thing that we water been before, but. You know, as we read up on this, whenever a, a pet like that is possessing something, the best thing is not to try to take it away. You relax like them. them around it, and then when the appropriate moment is there, you take it away. Unless, of course, it's going to harm them. Obviously, right. if it's going to harm him, we're going to get it out of his mouth. Give Fast. me the rat trap, Papa. But, but you start to create. You have to create this pattern of when when something gets grabbed. They're comfortable. They're not afraid it's going to be taken immediately, and then you can start to remove things. Because mm-hmm. if he's afraid of it, he's going to be more. <laughs> defiant about did you read that in the caesar book that he had in his mouth (laughs) i googled it (laughs) (laughs) had to that's funny it's like wow if we could only solve the problem the problem is the solution's in his mouth (laughs) i took the picture i could i was i couldn't make the i couldn't video it quick enough because the growl was seriously it was sounded so serious murphy's like squirting him with the water and nothing so we just i can't remember how we eventually just calmed down and backed away remember i started to walk away and called him to me and he's fine that's what's weird about it he will leave it alone and walk away from it so we're just gonna have to create a positive reinforcement pattern Mm -hmm. to make that work. he went to to carpool with me yesterday he was fine there too that's some positive reinforcement Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. We'll get you set for the Grammy Awards coming up this weekend on Sunday with who's nominated the most and who's hosting. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. A reminder that the Grammy Awards is coming up this Sunday night, hosted by comedian James Corden, but he's also a singer and he's music y. He's musically inclined. So remember, so have a good skit there. he's going to open the show with music. He's He just will. Yeah. So Grammy Awards, it's expected to be Jay-Z's night and Kendrick Lamar's night because they have seven nominations each. Mm-hmm. But oh wait, Bruno Mars has six nominations. Um, everybody who's anybody is expected to be there. And, and performing too. And performing. Uh, you know the Grammy Awards. The the clothing is usually kind of crazy and racy. Um, but to I support, just always think of... J-Lo in that dress. Oh, oh, yeah, that was the Grammy Awards <sighs> yeah. that year. I always think of J-Lo regardless. Any dress, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> um, instead of wearing all black like they did to the Golden Globes to support the Time's Up movement, and uh, they're gonna, everybody's going to be wearing a white rose, so they can still wear their racy things they want to wear. Uh, look for it on CBS Sunday night. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Hey, guys. Um, Since it's Friday and we've got that Friday feeling and it's only going to get better towards the end of the day. You mean the Friday feeling gets better than this? Yeah, Friday afternoon is better than Friday morning. And Friday at (laughs) 5 o'clock is awesome. Okay, so um, I want you to know there is something cool to look forward to next week with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. It's one of your favorite weeks of the year, Game Day Grub, getting you ready for the Super Bowl. We're doing Game Day Grub every single day next week. And one of my favorites, Sam, that you brought us last year is making a comeback this year. Mm -hmm. It's those, and I'll make them for you, Murphy. Um, If she doesn't, I will. (laughs) (laughs) Those... um, 
chicken wings, but they're oven baked. Yeah. And then you mix them up in the sauce. Yeah. And you, they taste fried, though, yeah, because of what? Crispy. Something you put on them before, mm. some sort of baking soda or baking powder oh, or something like right, that. Yeah. They were good. Remember last they year, I made good, you but, but, a batch of like regular wing sauce ones and a batch of teriyaki wing sauce yeah, ones. Those were good. But I, wasn't there something you said you wanted to do differently with it? I don't remember. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. probably you. No, no, no. <laughs> no, she did. She didn't like it. It was something. too salty. Okay. I didn't want to pull the teriyaki one, probably. I don't want to add salt to the chicken wings that's before right. I douse them in a sauce. Yeah. So that's what I would do. We will make that correction, and all those recipes will go live Monday morning for you yeah. in, pre- in preparation for next week's, well, yeah. two Sundays from now, Super Bowl. Fun. Producer David getting closer to a gender party, gender reveal party idea, since you are in charge of one, a very important Since you are the godfather. (laughs) The G-father of this baby. Um, And so, what? Why are you shaking your head, Sam? The The G-father. The (laughs) G-man. And you're looking for ideas because you are throwing the gender reveal party. What's coming in on Facebook and Instagram? Um, well, we've had a lot of great, interesting ideas I like. One from um, Jody, actually. Not you, Jody, but our listener. <laughs> I got it. I got it. <laughs> not you, Jody. <laughs> uh, she says, I went to one before uh, where all the men and women that were attending, if you thought it was a boy, you'd bring wipes. And if you thought it was a girl, you'd bring diapers. And at uh-huh. the end of the party, you oh. know, that way oh. the mom and dad could already be stocked up and ready for the baby when it comes. That's, mm. that's great. A cool idea. Yeah. You also ought to let people before the reveal do the old wives' tale thing of was it you swing a you swing some sort of thing above the babe mama's belly and oh you, can, yeah. you know you ought to let people play those games mm-hmm. with your sister. I'm not familiar with that one. Me either. A wives' tale. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you swing like a necklace with a medallion above a belly. Uh. If it goes keeps going sideways, it's a boy, and if it goes in a circle, it's a girl or something yeah. like that. Uh, I like the diaper and wipe idea. Yeah, might not be as accurate as the actual ultrasound. Uh, I'm aware. I'm aware. All right, you can keep your ideas coming for David for the gender reveal party. Like, what's the best one you've ever been to? Uh, Murphy, Sam, and Jody.com. And we've got more music to help you get through this workday coming up. And uh, come hang out with us. A new episode of After the Show, exclusively on the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast. Yeah, today I'm going to tell you about what Murphy has ordered, which we cannot wait for it to show up this weekend at the Mm -hmm. house. Um, And the girls have no idea.